0: Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our guest host on today's program is Pastor Brian Lennertz. We spend these 25 minutes together every week telling you the stories of our church as we interview our members at Harvest Baptist Church and other friends of the ministry. We have two services at church on Sunday at 8.45 a.m. Sunday morning and 10.45 a.m. There will be Japanese and Korean translation available during that 10.45 a.m. service, and that's also when we have our live stream at hbcguam.org. Hbcguam.org. This week, Dr. Yoshirado will be preaching in both services. Let's begin today's program by welcoming Pastor Brian Leonards. Hi, Pastor Brian.
1: Well, hi, Chris. Thanks for having me today. And I'm in the studio here today with Ben Borja. Ben, welcome to the show. Hello,
2: thank you for having me. Now, Ben, you're not a stranger around
1: this place. You've been at Harvest for how many years
2: now? I think it's if not two years, then uh, almost two years.
1: Yeah, and you're, you're kind of like a bumblebee. I see you all over the place. You're serving in a lot of different aspects, a lot of different mm. ministries, right?
2: Yes, that's that's correct.
1: <laughs> Great. Now, for those listening who might not know you. Um, We're going to ask you kind of a smorgasbord of questions here because you have quite the story to tell, and I know those listening, it will be a tremendous blessing. Um, But Ben, maybe tell us a little bit about your upbringing. Were you you born on Guam? Um, What's kind of your family background?
2: Mm, Yeah, so uh, I was born on Guam, uh, lived here my entire life. Um, I am the youngest of uh, four kids, Uh, love my mom and dad. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, we were born and raised in a uh, Christian home um yeah that's
1: that's awesome. Mm-hmm. now you came to Christ a little bit later though, right?
2: Yeah uh, I came to Christ um, around 19 years old um, I was uh, exposed to the gospel quite frequently. My mom and dad who are really were servants of of the Lord in the church um, My dad was, he did everything um, at the church. He was a janitor. I remember where we would go to to church on Saturdays and spend the entire day just cleaning up. Um, We would have Bible studies at our place. Um, Sometimes those Bible studies would go all the way up to well past midnight. Mm -hmm. Um, Growing up, like I said, I was exposed to the gospel a whole lot. And initially there was when I was younger, there was a curiosity: um, Why do we, you know, go to this place uh, where there's a lot of people consistently? Why do we spend uh, our Saturdays um, cleaning a place that wasn't our house, it wasn't our home? Um, and I do remember um, talking to my mother about it, and um, she explained to me of who Jesus was um, and what He's done on the cross for us. And for me, um, I made a profession at that point with my mother, but it was more of just a, a curiosity. I just wanted to be part of what my mom and dad and the family, what other people who uh, I liked hanging around with, uh, apparently had. And I felt that if I just, you know, said these words, um, then you know, maybe, maybe I'll be a part of that. Uh, growing up afterwards, though. Especially now, looking back, um, it really wasn't, uh, there wasn't any real understanding as to, uh, as to what Christ has done for me. And so when I was about uh, in, around high school, um, things start to change a bit. Um, as with many people, uh, high school can be, you know, a lot of things that used to be stable mm. in their life starts to really, uh, really change. And out of control. And so for me, I was homeschooled at that point. Um, A lot of the people that I used to know, um, we no longer really hung out with each other. Um, There wasn't really anyone there that I would talk to. And I kind of got into a really, uh, yeah, really dark place, um, just struggling with um, a reason to a purpose uh, for my life. You know uh, well, what's the meaning of life uh, why am I here? Um, is there any future for me and at that time um, i was my grades fell behind really really behind um, and I had absolutely no drive uh, in my school studies my mom, I remember my brother you know they they would beg me to to do the work but um I poured myself out into video games, heavily addicted to it um and I just tried to use that as an escape um, and things just got worse uh, until uh until my birthday around my birthday around this time September um, uh, I really wanted to just uh to just escape life um, i was thinking about it for a long time, and um, I was researching it uh, for a good couple of months because I told myself that I may have failed in living life, um, but I was not going to fail in taking it. Hmm. I did not want to. Um, I did not want to mess it up and just uh, have my body all even in a worse state than it is. Um, so, I start to, I remember vividly in researching um, uh, how I can best do this, and on these forum posts online, um, you know, I, I would see these, these uh, individuals um, when I'm asking, when I, you know, look up, hey, how do you do this, or how is it? The easiest way these people would uh, leave posts, and you know, at that point it was like these are two-year-old posts, and they would quote scripture verses, and they would you know quote about uh, God's love and how there's hope, and um, how he he can he can heal me of what I'm feeling, Uh, and for me that. At that point, I was really hardened towards God. Um, I just felt like if he was real, then he's definitely not a good God because he's the one that put me in this position. And you know, my life is not at all something that I feel is a good life and there's no escape from it. Um, And so I just kind of ignored those posts, but then eventually I had to kind of um, confront the idea of where would I go if I were to die Mm. Um, a lot of a lot of kids a lot of teenagers they kind of put that uh, they kind of shove that in a closet because they think that life is just you know it's going to keep on um, it will always be there you know but now I was really considering I already uh, made a plan and now it was just okay what's going to happen afterwards. And so I started to uh, just uh, stumble into these YouTube videos um, uh, by Frank Turek, um, talking about uh, life after death, talking about atheism, how God exists. And then I also stumbled on some videos uh, by this pastor uh, named Cliff Netchel, and What he would do is he would go to these um, campuses, universities, and just talk with the students and wrestle with some really hard questions about God, about the gospel, the existence of Jesus Christ. And I started to move from spending all my time playing video games or researching um, uh, how uh, how to kill myself, and I started to just watch for hours on end all these videos um about jesus and about god Um, i would continually uh come across these words like you know if you just pray and believe on on jesus christ believe in his name believe in what he's done for you on the cross you will be saved um but i didn't i didn't understand i didn't understand how to do that um it's like how, how can i just believe in something and so it was just a real hard struggle within me for a good couple months and which comes brings me to uh september uh, of that year i think it was 2013 um where i was just so frustrated um because now it seemed to me that jesus really did live he really did die that there is a god and I'm going to have to face Him uh, regardless of whether you know I leave, I left this earth on my own terms or whether I just die. And I was so afraid about that. Um, and I continued to look into the Bible. Uh, I continued to try to read it and understand it, but it, there was just a whole lot of frustration there. And then finally one day, um, it was morning and i just was resolved um to to end my life if nothing if i couldn't understand what the bible said and i would just have to talk to god about it um when i would appear there and i opened the bible well i had the bible in front of me and i just said god um You know that I am, I'm trying. You know, you know, stop hiding. So I opened the Bible, and then my eyes fell to Psalm 119, verse 49 and 50, and there the words uh, said, remember your word to your servant, in which you have made me hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, your promise gives me life. Um, it's not a standard verse that you would think of when it comes to like evangelism or how to lead someone to Christ, but in there, I saw those words comfort, hope, and life, and the writer was was trusting in who God was, that God would not leave him, and all of a sudden, all the verses that I had been exposed to in the foreign posts, Romans, you know how all have sinned, have all show the glory of God. There is now no more condemnation for those who trust in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 10, um, where it talks about how if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. All those verses start pouring into my mind and yeah, I, I accepted Christ um, as my Lord and Savior that, that day.
1: That's a pretty powerful story, Ben. And I'm certain there's probably some listening right now where they're looking for that hope. Uh, if someone's listening and they're going through similar things that you went through in that time and they were seeking out the hope, what, what words would you give them? What, what encouragement would you offer to them?
2: I mean, for me, um It's definitely the hope of Jesus Christ. If Jesus truly lived, and he lived according to what the Gospels had written, if he was truly the Son of God, then the words that he said about himself, about his ability to heal us, about his ability to save us, those are true. Mm. And I would challenge that person, that individual, To go into the Gospels, to go into Matthew, Mark, Luke, John is one Gospel that I would strongly advise that you would read. And read the words that Jesus Christ Himself has said. Uh, If what Jesus said was true, that He can save us from our sins, that He can save us from the guilt, that He can bring us hope, a new life, eternal life with Him in heaven which is all the goodness that we experience on earth, but greater, magnified, and forever, then I think that we should believe in him.
1: Yeah, that's that's powerful, Ben. Uh, I know a lot of times the Lord likes to use our story. Going through that journey and watching the Lord turn you from darkness to light, do you see your story, your background, that, that God allows you now to have some open doors of ministry because of you going through that? Have you ex- experienced that in ministry?
2: When it comes to something like um, depression and uh, even you could say loneliness, abandonment, um, it has allowed me to really uh, connect with those individuals. And it's something where now, at this point, looking back, I can really thank God. Um, even though those were the worst moments of my life, um, I'm looking back and I'm just thanking God that He put me through those circumstances and didn't leave me in them, but He brought me out. And then he's not just, He didn't just have me in that circumstance for no reason, but for a purpose. You know uh, Romans chapter eight. It uh, talks about how all things work together for good for those who love God and called according to His purpose, um, and that and the purpose is that we can be conformed to Jesus Christ. And so for me now, when I come when I come across these individuals and I talk with them, I can tell them, even though I'm not proud of it, you know, I'm, I don't, you know, I'm not proud of you know telling people, hey, you know what, I struggle with depression. I struggled with suicide. Um, I was this far behind, but I can tell them that, you know what? Jesus Christ, he he reached down to me, and he heard me, and he saved me, and he's changed my life where I I did not, I wouldn't believe, you know, if anyone told me, hey, five years down the line, you know, your life will change. And that's what Jesus does.
1: Yeah, it's that picture of of and the Holy Spirit drawing us to salvation, right? Mm-hmm. And as you're going through those times, you, you mentioned that word hope, and that's such a powerful word today, where so many, when they can't see what God's doing, mm-hmm. you know, they're in the fog and they can't see beyond beyond that. When all of it's revealed and we look back, we see God's hand in every stage, right? Yeah. But while we're going through it, it's that question of what are you doing? And, and that's that's what faith is, right? Yeah. So there's that element uh, of looking at the things we can see and recognizing, I might not understand, but I'm going to choose to put my confidence in who God says he is. And, and that's where hope is born out of, that we have a God who has all things under control, even though we can't see it. Yeah. Would you say that's an accurate assessment of that?
2: Yeah, and I would also just add that the God that we serve and we love and we believe— he's a good God. You know, he's not a God who who would forget us, where he'd be like, oh wait, oh no, I left Ben in this situation, let me go and pull him out of it. Um, no, he understands our pain, and he understands what we're going through. So, yeah, yeah.
1: Now I've watched you over the last couple of years. I work with you with the hospitality team. I've, I've watched you serve. God's God's kind of blessed your ministry and you serve in some different ways. Can you let the, the listeners know a, a couple of the areas where you're currently serving in at Harvest?
2: Uh, sure. Um, so I think really the first ministry that I really started to be a part of um, was the Welcome Center mm-hmm. with you. And uh, that was not by, uh, by plan on my part. Um, I am a person who does not like to talk to people too much. Um, you can call it an introvert personality. Um, but uh, I remember that it, I saw you, you were just all by yourself uh, there uh, in the front of the church trying to get everything together and get everything right before church started. Pastor Larry was there. And all I heard was Pastor Larry looking up, saw, looking at me and, you know, telling you, hey, there's Ben. Ben, would you like to help pastor? <laughs> and, you know, I was like, okay, sure. Uh, but for me, I was like, I'm not going to be talking to people. I would just be, you know, setting the stuff up and then I'll just, you know, slide into church. But God has really started to use me and even through the uncomfortableness of uh, of what I feel talking with people, getting to know people. uh He's been using that to just further drive me on. Um, and so now it's, it's the Welcome Center I've been helping for quite some time. Uh, the other one is um, Children to Christ, C2C. Uh, that happens on Wednesdays. Um, just helping those kids uh, as they come into, into the, uh, the gym. You know, we read scripture verses. Uh, I talk with them, ask them how they're doing. And these first graders, um, they are really they are really precious. Uh, for sure. Um, I was also helping out with um, the Heart for Christ, and I go back and forth depending on, you know, uh, what's needed. Um, so I was doing that too. Uh, the Sundays would just be uh, yeah, helping out with, uh, with the Welcome Center. I'm part of the um, Young Pros, uh, which is like the career, you know, college, career, age uh, group of individuals. Um, We gather together and just uh, go over God's Word Bible study uh, Thursdays and then also on Sundays. Um,
1: Yeah. This is kind of a big question, but um, what would be some of your dreams for the future or burdens that you have in ministry and and desires for how God could use you in the future? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, that's a big question. Mm -hmm. And um, as far as specifics go, I don't know uh, in terms of like my dreams and aspirations. One thing I do know is that at this current point in time, God wants me to be here. Um, He wants me to be here to serve the church body, to serve uh, uh, my friends, my family. Um, But I can tell you in a general way, after becoming a Christian and coming to harvest, um, I've really been burdened uh, by God. Um, to just be useful and uh, I remember talking with Pastor Jake about this and all I could tell him was, you know, I feel this in me where I don't want to just be a Christian in name and just come to Sundays, sit down in the trip shoes and then just leave afterwards and be unchanged I want to be useful to God because he's done so much for me you know, I, I, don't, I don't want to I don't want to not serve him. And then Pastor Jake, he pointed me to 2 Timothy chapter 2, which talks about how, um, so 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20. Now in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honorable use, some for dishonorable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he'll be a vessel for honorable use. Set apart as holy, Useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. So that's my answer, really, Pastor. Um, I just want to be useful and pleasing to God.
1: Yeah, I think if I could summarize uh, your life, how it's impacted me, I would say a servant. You've always been there, ready to help at any moment. I know many times before services or I'm getting things ready and you always have a smile on your face, ready to help. And it's been such a blessing to me. And I know for so many, but Ben, we just want to say thank you so much for taking the time today and telling your story. It's a powerful story and I know God's going to use it in the life of, um, our, our listeners. And if, if anyone listening is in a spot where they're seeking that hope, we encourage you to contact us, call us at the church, um, chris harper will share that information at the end of year but we're so thankful ben thanks for joining us so much today
2: thank you and uh if you do uh accept jesus into your life as lord and savior uh, we would love to hear it mm-hmm. we would love to hear you um we are here pastor pastor um and myself we're here at uh, the welcome center at church yes. uh, mornings uh, eight forty-five. you know come to the welcome center you won't be able to miss us And we would love to hear you tell us about how God has saved you. Um, Yeah, that's my encouragement. Thanks, Ben.
0: Well, thank you for listening to Harvest Time. We do wanna invite you to services this Sunday at Harvest Baptist Church. We start, as Ben said, at 8.45 a.m. You can see them there at the Welcome Center. Um, We also have a 10.45 a.m. service. We'd love to see you at either of those services. If you do come to the 10.45 service, We have Japanese and Korean translation available, and that service can also be viewed on live stream, hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. And that's also the place you can get contact information for the church. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.